Welcome to the Executive Cyber Education Podcast, Cyber Risk Management Driving Real Impact. I am Dr. Bill Souza. I got to tell you, today's podcast barely made the schedule release as I am busy developing an awesome webinar for you all on NIST Cybersecurity Framework implementation, including some experience from the trenches and what to avoid. I hope you join me. I will have news about the webinar soon, so stay tuned. As I mentioned in my previous episode, today we will discuss exception tracking and expirations. Exceptions to any cybersecurity policy or standard must be reviewed and approved by management and then tracked for expiration and mitigation. Here are a few elements you should have in your exception record. Title, perhaps goes without saying, but just in case. Business justification for that exception, mitigation remediation, and an owner. These are the minimal requirement elements from the individual entering the exception. Everything else will be entered by the cybersecurity department, such as the inherent risk, residual risk, expiration date, the security controls that the individual is requesting the exception for, and who in the organization will be signing or accepting the risk. The rule of thumb is such like if you have a very high or high exception, do not exceed 12 months or, or six months if you have the resources to do so. A medium should not exceed tw uh, about two years and a low or a very low should not exceed three years without coming and revisiting those exceptions again. Your organization may have different timelines in place. That's fine. Or you plan to implement or either more restrictive or relaxing timelines for that matter, the bottom line is that you need to have an expiration date in place. There's no such thing as permanent exception. If a permanent exception is required, you know, one of those without expiration dates, that becomes the standard rather than the exception. And your documentation needs to reflect that practice. Depending on the side of your organization, tracking exception expiration dates can be as simple as a spreadsheet or a Microsoft Access database and as complex as having a GRC application with complex workflows and sign-offs. Regardless of your situation, a, the fundamental thought process is the same. However, I will discuss two scenarios to picture it better. First, you are a small organization and leverage a spreadsheet or a Microsoft Access database for your exception process. In this scenario, make sure to have the following in place. Sort and forecast all your exceptions by month. This will give you an idea of the workflow or the workload for that matter ahead of you. Start communication, meaning sending emails with the exception owners as early as 90 days. I suggest establishing a cadence of 90, 60, 30, 15, seven, and even one day before expiration to allow the owner Plenty of time to respond if the exception is still needed. If the exception is still needed, you start the assessment again and review if anything has changed, including the mitigation remediation plan, reassess the residual risk, and validate if the owner is still the same. Send the exception uh, for signatures, the, the strategic business unit, the SBUs, and cybersecurity will sign off on the exception again. Once approved, change the date in your spreadsheet accordingly. 
If the exception is no longer needed, close it and back off any changes that were made because of the exception. The second scenario is if you are a mid-sized or large organization, or even a highly complex regulated organization, you will need a GRC application. The GRC application will automate all the steps that we just discussed, allowing you to perform uh, the following. Right? You're going to create a customized dashboard uh, for your team to review. It will allow you to draft standard communications that will go out on the assigned intervals. Remember, 90, 60, 30, 15, 7 in one days. And develop approval workflows that adapt to your organization needs and keep a historical records of all your exceptions. I've done my share of GRC implementations. So here is the tip for you. If you are to implement a GRC application or process, make sure to define success. Document your requirements. Talk to everyone involved. Develop a chart and secure a leadership sign-off. This, this won't guarantee success, but you will save you many heartaches in the future. As requirements will change, objectives will readjust and memories of course, will fail. If you are embarking on this journey, I wish you all the best. This process must exist in any organization. This was part three of the final part and final part of this podcast series on standard exceptions. If you have any questions regarding standard exceptions, feel free to reach me on LinkedIn or Twitter. I'm glad you stopped by today. Please make sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes so you don't miss any future episodes. See you next time.